Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I have really been enjoying the fall weather here in Boston. It's been so nice. You know, there's nothing better than the sound of a crisp leaf crunching under your foot when you go for a little stroll. You know what I mean? And today I wanted to share the top three mistakes that I see people make and that I personally made when I began and really throughout the entire journey of me improving my mindset, creating a more optimistic mindset, creating a mindset of trust and clarity and confidence. Here's what the top three mistakes are so that you can avoid these and really get your mindset working to your advantage. I recently held a workshop a few weeks ago that was all about creating your one year vision. And I'm sure you, well, maybe you were on it there with me. If you didn't get a chance to join, the replay is available. So I'll put that in the show notes. You can check it out. And it was all about, all right, let's do an audit of different areas of, different areas in our life where are they at on a scale from one to 10? What do we want to focus on? What areas of our life do we want to elevate, improve, change, and really what is going to allow you to make this area of your life a 10? So for example, some people shared that in their career, their career was like a three and they wanted to get it to a 10. They wanted to shift that. That was their priority. That was their focus. For other people, they wanted to transition a one or a four in their dating and relationships to a 10. And that was their priority. For some people, it was their wellness, their energy levels day in and day out. For some people, it was they wanted to elevate their inner peace, the trust they felt within themselves, and really the purpose they felt day in and day out. So definitely recommend checking that out if you really want to get clear on what are you going to create this next year in your life? Where are you going to be one year from now? And how can we reverse engineer where you're going to be one year from now and really create your own unique game plan to get you there? Now, one of the questions I asked in that workshop was, what is the thing that you feel is most strongly in the way currently of you reaching that goal, of you elevating this area of your life to a 10, of feeling really, really good about this area of your life? The number one answer, over 90% of the people that were on the live call said that it was their own mindset. It was their own thought patterns. It was their own internal dialogue. It was what they felt about themselves, what they felt was possible for them, what they felt about other people or what was going to be hard or what wasn't for them. And often our own mindset gets in the very way of what we want to create. And I really like to refer to our mindset as the foundation to creating whatever it is in your life. Because if you don't have your mindset on board and supporting you and confident in what you are going after, what you are transforming, it's going to really be your worst enemy. It's going to be that thing that keeps getting in the way. And so this podcast episode is the introduction to the masterclass that I'm holding next week on October 26th. If you're listening to this after October 26th, you can catch the recording of this masterclass. And it's going to be all about how to actually get your mindset working for you. And I'm going to walk you through my step-by-step process 
that has worked not just on my own mindset, but on all of my clients and also, you know, all of the people that I've worked with in different companies that I had before this specific one. So it's very powerful. It's very pertinent. There is a science to it. There is a process. You're not stuck in this current mindset you're in forever. And if you would like to join, I would love to have you. This is really for the people who are ready to go after what it is they want. They're ready to elevate their life. And they feel like those thoughts, that overthinking, that self-doubt, that worry, that lack of confidence, whatever it is for you, you know what it is for you, right? Keeps getting in the way. For me personally, when I started on this journey, for me, it was self-doubt, self-doubt 100%. That kept getting in the way. It was also feeling a lack of worthiness as well as I wanted to transform or elevate certain areas of my life. So get clear on what it is for you. What is your own mindset telling you? And what do you want to actually believe, actually shift your mindset to instead? We're going to get into exactly how you do that at a scientific level in our Master Your Mindset class coming up next week. But Today, let's get into the top three mistakes that I see people make that I personally made myself as well so that you can be aware of these and you can avoid them ideally as you continue to upgrade your mindset to create more optimism, more confidence, more self-trust, more clarity, and really to allow your mindset to become your greatest supporter, your best friend as you progress towards your goals and desires. The link to join the masterclass on mastering your mindset is going to be in the show notes. You can also head to michellewax.com and check it out, but definitely sign up for that. We have early bird pricing going on currently that is open until the 20th and then the price will go up. So definitely grab the early bird spot when you can before that date and let's get into it. So mistake number one, when you are working to master your mindset, to get your mindset helping you create what it is that you want instead of always getting in the way, is thinking that it's your fault that your mind is doing this, right? Thinking it's your fault that the self-doubt is creeping in. Thinking it's your fault that your mind tends to go more negative. Thinking it's your fault that you feel like you're not good enough or that you feel like it's not for you or that you shouldn't be doing something or you have guilt around something or you don't feel worthy enough to do something thinking it's your fault because guess what it's not your fault the way your mindset is today is not your fault now you're probably like michelle what are you talking about (laughs) it's my own mind it's my own thoughts right how can this not be my fault well first of all Your mindset is wired biologically to skew negative. It's called negativity bias. We all have it as human beings. And the reason why it's so much easier, right? Give me a yes. Give me a nod if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, it is a lot easier to think about all the things that could go wrong. Or it is a lot easier to think that I'm never going to find my person and I'm always going to be single. Or it is easier to think about, ooh, I don't know if I actually have the skills or the ability to do this, right? It's a lot easier to beat ourselves up, to second guess, to question, to go to that more doom and gloom scenario than it is to be like, actually, I can create this. Actually, 
Of course I can figure out how to meet my person. Of course I can create a better experience around this. Of course I can create more money in my bank account. Of course I can get a better job. Of course I can start this business. Of course I can feel more inner peace. Of course I can work on alleviating my anxiety. Of course you can. Isn't it so much harder to do that? The reason is biological. Wired into you from birth is a negativity bias. Now, why does this exist? It exists because in our primal days as human beings, back when we are first created, we had to be on high alerts for threats in our environment in order to protect ourselves, in order to keep ourselves safe. And so your mind is instilled with this negativity bias from birth because it helped keep you safe, right? If you're on alert for what could go wrong in your environment, for potential threats, that's gonna keep you a lot safer than if you're just walking around the forest, (laughs) walking around wherever you are in your primal days, just kind of willy nilly, not paying attention to anything, not really thinking anything's a threat or has potential to hurt you. That didn't keep you alive in primal days. And so although our modern world has changed quite a bit, right? We don't necessarily have to be on alert for, hopefully not, a bear about to attack us or falling off a mountain, right? It's still embedded within us. And so really what you're doing as you master your mindset, uh, when you join next week for our program, right? Or masterclass, whatever you want to call it, right? What you're doing is you're essentially upgrading this very outdated primal wiring that you have in your own mind. So what I want you to do today, first off, is to stop placing blame on yourself for being in your current mindset state. Stop doing it. It's not helping. It's not useful. It's not helpful to getting you to where you want to go. It's just not helpful, right? So stop thinking it's all your fault. Also, on top of having this negativity bias, we all grow up in different environments And often the people that raised us, they don't necessarily have it all together, right? We've probably all figured this out by now. No one really knows what they're doing. They're just doing the best with what they can, right? (laughs) So the people that raised you, whether it was your parents, caretaker, grandparents, whoever it may be, they had their own mindset, their own limiting beliefs, their own thoughts about what was possible, for you, for them, for women, for men, you know, there's so much that goes deep within how our mindset gets wired and really coded as we grow up and as we head into our adult years. But on top of having this negativity bias, also you absorbed a lot of beliefs and mindset patterns from the people that raised you. So from ages zero to seven, you are literally a walking sponge you don't have the ability to distinguish or filter out the things that you don't necessarily believe are true for you. So for instance, my parents were always very stressed about money, always stressed. Sometimes we had a lot of it. Other times we didn't have any at all. And so what I picked up on was a frequency, although my parents maybe didn't directly say it out loud, As a kid, you're picking more up on energy and how your parents or caretakers are being instead of the words they are saying, because you're very intelligent as a child. And you can tell when your parents' words are not matching up to who they are. That's why you'll hear so often, right, with things about 
parenting and I'm not a parent, so I can't speak to this exactly. But from what I've heard, a kid is going to pay a lot more attention and put a lot more respect behind who you are being, how you are showing up rather than what you are simply telling them. So you want to make sure like with anything in life, your words are aligning with your actions of who you're actually being and how you are actually showing up in the world. So anyway, so basically your current mindset is a combination of many different things. It's this negativity bias paired with what you really were coded with or embedded with growing up. And then what often happens is we get certain beliefs kind of programmed into us, whether it be about love or self-worth or how important we are or about money or about careers or about family or about lovers, right? Like significant part, significant others. So a lot of things go into this. And then what often happens is we get this belief plugged into us and then we get, we reinforce that over time. Your brain naturally wants to prove you right. And so you're going to start reinforcing and reinforcing anything that you kind of picked up on when you were growing up and really proving whatever those more negating negative beliefs were about yourself. So yes. So to give you an example <laughs> on this negative mindset piece. So for, for a long time in my life, like when I was growing up as a kid, I was more reserved. I was a bit quieter. I was more introverted and I was doing this meditation a few months ago now. And it really took you back to the first memory you had of feeling like you weren't good enough. And what popped into my head that ties in with the quietness or the more introvertedness was I was about five or six years old and I was in the Girl Scouts. And I remember they were having a meetup at this playground in the town where I lived. And at the time I was just kind of like playing by myself, not really talking with anyone else. And I overheard my mom say to another mom that was there, Oh, Michelle, she's, she's so shy. She's just so shy. And the tone in which she said it devastated me like that really embedded into me to an extent where I didn't realize it for a really long time at how deeply that was rooted. It, quite frankly, until I did that meditation. And I love my mom. I brought it up to her and she was like, oh God, I didn't mean to say it like that. I didn't mean it. And of course, often our parents, they don't mean to say things or they're human beings, right? They're going to say things off the cuff or not in the way that probably is the best. Um, but that's okay. We just want to bring awareness to it. So on top of that, right, I had heard my mom said this, so it instilled in myself, like being shy or being quiet isn't okay. You should be ashamed of that. That's how my five-year-old, six-year-old brain took it because I heard it in that tone. I heard it in a way that's like not good, right? I took the word shy to mean like, oh, you shouldn't be that. You shouldn't be that. So I didn't feel good enough if I was quieter. I didn't feel good enough if I didn't feel like talking with someone, right? Or like wasn't as extroverted as other kids. And this really compounded for quite some time where I feel like I almost went in the other direction when I was in college and beyond, where I tried to push myself to be super extroverted 
and to be, you know, more of that loud personality. And really in recent years, I've now balanced this out where, yeah, you see me on, you see me at an event, right? I'm good energy. I can be extroverted, right? I can chat with people, connect with people. But also I love being by myself and I love not talking to anyone at all. And that's a part of me as well. And I've recently learned to appreciate that instead of push it away, push it away. So that's an example where like one split moment at time could form a belief or could form, you know, a certain thought pattern that affects you for quite some time because that was like reinforced for a very long time. I would get on my report cards in school, Michelle needs to participate more. Michelle doesn't participate enough. And my dad, I love my dad as well, right? But him being a more extroverted person really would push me to participate more. And so again, that belief was reinforced. Being quiet isn't good enough. Being more reserved isn't good enough. So that was really something that I had to dig up. I'm tearing up now because it like really was deeply rooted within me. And so knowing first and foremost that, again, the people that raised you, they didn't do it maliciously, most likely, right? But everyone's human. They say things sometimes not in the best way or in a way they didn't mean. You pick up on their energy no matter what they say about what they believe about themselves and their own experiences. So all that to say that if you are feeling frustrated about where your mindset's at, don't put any blame on yourself. The fact that you're listening to this is all you need because you have the power to transform this, the power to change this. And that's the beautiful thing is that your brain physically can and will change as you do the things that we're going to go through in the master mindset class next week. Or if you're listening to this, you know, after the 26th, you can go and grab it right now and watch it today. This is really going to be your toolkit, your strategy, your step-by-step process that you can walk any limiting belief or any thought pattern that's not helping you, that's kind of inflicting or instilling more of that self-doubt, worry, not feeling good enough. It's going to be the exact process to walk you through to clear and release that limiting thought pattern, that limiting belief, and replace it, install a new empowering mindset an empowering belief system to actually help you get to what you to where you want to go. All right, so that's number one. All right. Number two, absorbing other people's negative mindsets and really accepting any type of projection that they place onto you. Now, this is something you have to be really aware of when you start to work on your own mindset, when you start to improve it. We're also going to get into this at a deeper level in the class, the master class, master your mindset, which you can check out and sign up for at the link in the show notes. Oh, but this is a big one because as you've now picked up on, Everyone, first of all, has a negativity bias instilled within them. And everyone also has the way that they were raised, the way that they grew up, that often doesn't instill the best things about how we feel about ourselves or what's possible for us. So when you start to work on your own mindset and you start to really create a routine and a toolkit that's going to work for you, this is something you have to be aware of because A lot of people's mindsets in the world are negative. They are going to try to poke holes in what it is that you want to do or change or shift or improve. 
They're going to tell you it's going to be hard. They're going to tell you it's going to, you know, be whatever. That's not helpful. It's not encouraging. And the thing is, is in the same way that we should really never take advice from someone who isn't living the type of life that we want, right? I never personally take relationship advice from someone who is not in a relationship that I really admire, that I respect. I don't take business advice from someone who's never started a business or who doesn't have a successful business or who has a business in a way that I don't resonate with, that I don't relate to. Right? We wouldn't take wellness advice from someone who isn't in the best shape, right? Or isn't really taking care of themselves or their energy levels or their wellness. So in the same way that you wouldn't do this for those more practical goal oriented things, I want you to think about your mindset in the same way. So for someone that has a more negative mindset, why are we listening to them? Is their approach to life working out for them? Or are they putting blame? Are they telling you, you know, all these different things, blame, it could be just not feeling good enough. It could be telling you that you're too late, you're too old, you should have done this, you should have done that. Looking at their mindset and being like, is that the type of mindset that I want to have? Is that are those the beliefs that I want to believe? Because you get to choose what paradigm of life you are living in, you get to choose what reality, how you approach life, how you see things, what you believe. And it will fully change the world, the lifestyle that you are living because there are people that will hold you to that more optimistic mindset. They'll be like, hell yeah, that sounds amazing. Let's do it. Hell yeah, I know that you can do this. And there are also people that won't and they'll put their projections. And if you're unfamiliar with projection, what it is is essentially when you say something to someone, right? So maybe you're like, Oh, I really would love to start a business. I have this idea. And I've been thinking about it for a while. And I feel like I can get it going. And that other person in their response to you, they project what their limiting beliefs are about starting a business. So they start telling you, well, it's going to be really hard. Well, you better make sure you have enough money. Well, that's already been done. And in reality, those actually aren't your beliefs at all. You have the belief in yourself, even if it's only a glimmer, but they're projecting onto you what they feel about themselves and what they feel would be possible for them if they were in your scenario, in your situation, in your life. And of course, they're never going to be in your scenario. They're never going to be fully in your life and how you approach it. So you want to be aware of what they're projecting onto you. And you'll really start to see, you know, as you place focus on your mindset, you're going to start to notice it a lot more in other people. 100%. You're going to start to notice it pretty much everywhere. And knowing how to manage other people's negative opinions or negative mindsets and to not let yourself absorb them or be influenced by them is going to be a key mistake to avoid. Because if they don't have the best mindset, if they don't have a mindset that's empowering them, why would you want it? Why would you want to pick up on it? Why would you want to absorb that? So if you have trouble with this or you can anticipate you're going to have trouble with it, definitely join the masterclass. 
The link is in the show notes. And finally, mistake number three. Mistake number three that I see people make all the time, and also I made myself, is not staying consistent with your mindset practices, with your mindset routine. It is a consistent practice. It's like anything in life, right? If we want to have more energy, feel healthier, we must be consistent with our diet, with what we're eating in our life, right? With our water intake, with our sleep, with our exercise, we must be consistent. We can't just go to the gym for three hours one day and suddenly expect to be healthy. The power is in the consistency. And especially for mindset practices, you don't need to spend much time on this at all each day. And quite frankly, there's no excuse because it only takes, it's been shown, it only takes two minutes to start rewiring your mindset, to start reprogramming it, to be more empowering and helpful and useful and optimistic. So not staying consistent with your mindset routine, your mindset practices is the third mistake. And this is something where with my private clients, I really hold people to, hey, let's form a process. Let's form a routine. Let's get your toolkit in order. That's going to feel good for you. That's going to feel manageable and not like this annoying thing you have to do, right? Let's make it fun. Let's make it light. So if you feel like you'd love accountability and consistency, definitely reach out. There's always the link in the show notes that you can just book and, you know, an easy call with me or just even send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Michelle Wax Life, which is in the show notes. It's all there for you. So what I really recommend, and this is something we're going to get into next week in the masterclass. I know I keep um, mentioning it, but it's really the how to, right? It's really the process that you're going to learn and you can use this process for the rest of your life. You're going to learn the tools and you'll be able to create your own unique routine, unique. Um, you can view, view it as a morning routine. It could be an evening routine. It could be midday routine, but you're going to get a lot of different tools in this masterclass. So you can kind of pick and choose and try out which ones resonate with you the most, which ones feel the most fun too, the most light, the most playful. Because if we're going to do this, if we're going to shift our mindset, we're going to elevate it. Why not have some fun with it? Why not make it enjoyable? That's what I'm all about. You guys know this. All right. So the three mistakes to avoid and to become aware of. Number one, thinking it's your fault that your mindset is the way it is. It's not your fault. There's stuff happening biologically. There's stuff happening from how you're raised. There's stuff happening from what was reinforced time in and time out. But really, was that the right phrase? Time in and time out? I don't think so. Time and time again, maybe it was what I was going for. But really, the fact that you're listening to this and you're open to learning the process on how to shift this is everything. It's all you need. Your brain is flexible. You're able to physically reprogram your mindset. And that's what we're going to get into in the Master Your Mindset class that's happening. Again, link in the show notes. You, you hopefully know by now. <laughs> all right. That's number one. Number two is absorbing people's, uh, people's negative mindsets or their projections. And finally, number three is not staying consistent with your mindset routine or your mindset practices. Thank you so much for joining in today. 
As always, I love to hear your feedback. Send me a DM on Instagram. Send me an email. If you have any questions or any podcast topics you'd love for me to speak to, send me a note. Always looking to, you know, provide valuable podcast episodes that are going to resonate. So send me a note anytime and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review and shared your takeaways and what you enjoyed about it. If you are interested in exploring working together one-on-one, I would love to invite you to book a call with me by clicking the link below in the show notes. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you in the next episode. 